Back in 2010, a friend of mine came to visit me whilst I was living in Cyprus. Everything went well, we enjoyed our time together, we went visiting places from north to south of the island, we swam, we enjoyed time outside with my friends, the friends that I met there, and then on the day of departure, there you are, the volcano in Iceland erupts and you 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 know the gist right you know you remember the story that you know this ash cloud basically was like pushed towards like Europe and the majority of airports had to shut down the cloud the ash cloud didn't reach um, Cyprus at the time but it reached Italy specifically Milan and my friend couldn't fly back to Milan to continue like her life there and so Although like we both enjoyed our time together and she was very thankful she made our way there, she started getting anxious and I was getting anxious. She started thinking about like all the commitments that she had in place and she had to cancel because she had to stay in Cyprus. And I started thinking about like, "Mm, uh, you know, I love you here, but you know, I, I have my life here and I don't know how to mix you with my life. And... Yeah, like, you know, and I'm saying this because, you know, the message is like, I. it's not that I don't like my friend, but it's like, you know, you are a visitor to a life that I've built here without you. And it's difficult for me right now to actually uh, include you into that. Like, it's almost like you, you do not make sense here. And so the episode today, as you may have uh, guessed, not only from the introduction, but also from the title, is about like visitors, you know, so when visitors spend their holidays in your host country. So welcome to We Are Here Too, a podcast about mental health and life abroad. My name is Francesca. I'm an Italian counsellor living in Scotland and I'm your host. Well, that was a long introduction. I don't know if you guys know this. Maybe there are, I don't know, among you, some people who are actually audio editors or they love editing audios. Who knows, right? Like, But um, I can have in front of me uh, the program that I'm using, which is Audacity, to record this podcast. And I can actually see, like, second by second what I'm recording. And usually my introductions are, like, 30 seconds long, but this one went for, like, almost two and a half minutes. So I will try to keep um, the rest very, very brief, but full of content. Okay, so for this episode, I try to think about like all the experiences that I had of people visiting and I don't necessarily have an order in which I want to tell you about um, the things that I've noticed but for sure um, it's going to come from my own experience and I just hope that some of you can relate or can find words to explain what's going on for you by listening to this and if you want to just like connect with me and tell me your stories just feel free to actually connect through social media um, my instagram handle or via email i think my email is somewhere in the description of this episode so first things first let's talk about 
something that is connected to my introduction, which is basically about like um, when we move abroad, we recreate a life without the people who used to be in our life back in our home country. And if you're someone who moved countries repeatedly, then I'm talking about like all the people that you you've met up to this point who belong to other stories in other countries. Okay, so this happens as well when we move within our home country to um, a city and another. It's just like it's so interesting as a concept for me. Like um, it's almost like I'm recreating new routines and new habits and I'm meeting new people and I'm getting close to new people. I'm becoming intimate with those new people. And at a certain point, there is a switch, something happens and these new people are actually the ones who know more about us, maybe because they've met us in that moment and maybe, I don't know, we feel like particularly open to share our experiences. Maybe it's a different stage of our life where we are very um, outward, very connecting and um, verbally connecting to others and we share more. Like wh whatever that is, the new people or what I would consider like new people, Okay, the people of the host country are actually, um, they actually hold an image of you that is the most accurate in the present time. Think about it. Those people, they were there when something major happened to you. And although you've described, you know, your experiences to your friends and family back home, the people who live in the country with you, in the same town as you, are the people who are actually getting everything out of you. They see you and they experience you. They experience how you move. They experience how you um, interact. They experience um, the exact consequences of whatever events you had to go through. And I'm talking about everything. I'm talking about like um, getting a promotion or attending a um, university course if you've always wanted to attend or, you know, not being able to actually go home during the pandemic and being stuck in the host country, being stuck with them, most likely, you know, and going through through, you know, the, the pandemic together. They were there when big life events have happened to you and you couldn't go back home. And there are so many words we can actually share with people. But while we are abroad, living a life that it's not the same one of our home country, we're actually growing. We are continuously growing in a direction. And the people who used to be with, it, with us um, when we were much younger are not the same people who are with us now, physically. And although are there for us emotionally and, you know, I'm eternally grateful for my friends and family back home because they are the one continuously reminding me where I came from and continuously remind me that no matter what, they're there for me to support me and that I've always, I'm always going to have a place back if everything else fails. And I know, you know, of course, like, um, you know, I there is a, an, an episode about failure in season one. 
and you know it's not they they think or I think that my life abroad is going to fail because I don't think that my life abroad you know that when I was in Italy my life in Italy would fail you know what I mean <laughs> like there is a different type of a way of understanding this you know I suppose what I'm trying to say is like they're there for me no matter what and it's so incredibly you know touching for me um, it's almost like they're very solid um but it's also like, although, you know, they're, they're solid there. And I feel lucky because I know not everyone has that solidity in their life. But for sure, like the new people, those that you're meeting are a new type of solidity. You know, they are the one who understands you now. They are the one who understands how your past impacted you now, you know, because they're seeing you now. And for some reasons, the image they the image of you back then is what people back in the home country remember and when people come and visit you because yeah that's what the episode is, is about is people visiting you know it's almost like when we visit them there but back in the home country there is like this dissonance for them you know they're just like you know it's, it's very difficult for them to grasp who you are now who you are now in the new country um, it's almost like see you on holidays. And this brings us to point two, which is actually, um, I suppose, because we are away and maybe we've just started our experience abroad. In my experience, that's when I am most likely to be visited by friends and family. Uh, they just want to know where you've settled. They want to know everything about your life. They're really excited for you, but they're also excited about their trip. And, you know, everything is a novelty. But from experience, um, eventually that sense of novelty fades away for them too. Um, when they realize, well, Francesca's not coming back, for example, that's in my case. And, you know, and then, oh, Francesca is visiting. Uh, because Francesca always visits and um, yeah sometimes it's incredibly frustrating like um, when you know it's it's very difficult and quite um, upsetting to realize that the people that you love are not prioritizing visiting you but I understand you know because there are so many different scenarios that I can share from my own personal experience um, of people maybe um, not having the finances and resources to come and visit, not having time, um, struggling with things that it's happening in their life and not being able to budget in a, vi a visit um, in your host country. And then uh, at the same time, I understand that there is an expectation that because we left, we are the ones who need to go and visit. And I cannot even start telling you the many times my parents that actually, <laughs> like, you know, not even quite uh, covertly mentioned um, the, the fact that, you know, well, Francesca, you're the one who left. So, you know, you are expected to come and visit. <laughs> and I was like, yeah, sure, pal. Um, but, you know, that's what was happening. I was like um, going on holiday somewhere in Europe. And then I would always make sure that the last at least two days of my holidays were back 
um, in my home country so I could meet my parents and my sisters. And although a part of me was very grateful that I could make time for it, another part of me was like, but come on, guys, come and visit me. I want to show you around. And it really took a long time for both my parents to come and visit me in Scotland. I spent the first um, three years two and a half years in Scotland before they could actually like fly over and they travel like you know it's not like um they don't they they, they struggle with traveling you know they, they do it so um but this podcast is not like to to trash my parents in any way but it's just to say like you know now now you know after that time they visited frequently you know I suppose it was the first time and it was also again like oh Francesca's leaving again you know like Scotland was not my first um my, my first country where I lived in so but there is the thing right like there are different expectations you are novelty and things fades away but also and this is my experience like I have friends who moved away from the host country and they're having their life elsewhere and you know we try to find time to meet we um we 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 try to find time to actually visit one another in the foreign country and to be fair like i have a very close close friend who moved to the middle east and i know you are listening so you know who you are and um there was a time where i was just like of course like i'm I'm coming visit you you are my first person that i'm visiting um this year and and it, it still has hasn't happened and you know for me there is a lot that I need to organize for that specific trip and you know there is also a sense of like oof we haven't seen each other in such a long time like me and this friend of mine we've met last back in I think it was 20 oh my 2012 when I moved to Scotland Uh, she and another friend of ours came for a visit a few months after I moved to Edinburgh because at the time I was living there and so you can you hear what I'm saying it's like it's not that I don't love this friend of mine it's just like in this moment it almost feels like the priorities shifted and the time that I actually wanted to visit and we agreed we were going to see each other was actually winter 2019 that I said I'm coming to visit you in the new year and then the new year arrived I got a new job and I was like I'm not sure I can manage right now you know in uh, you know the beginning of 2020 <laughs> but I'm gonna make the time and then pandemic and then lockdown and you know right like I'm, I'm not gonna add anything else but that's the thing it may not happen and when they come for a visit it's exciting and if sometimes it feels like time hasn't passed and sometimes that's a problem and sometimes that's a blessing and and this is just you know to mention to mention something like I have a friend and she moved um, consistently and I managed to visit her twice and you know you who you are again. Um, she lived in Eastern Europe, and it was so exciting um, to visit her. Uh, she's a very close friend of mine as well. And we every now and again we managed to speak over Zoom, very rarely. But when we decide to speak, we spend hours over the phone, and that's in a way like visiting each other in our own place because we spend entire day and it's usually like, well, oh yeah, I'm gonna make my my meals or I'm gonna you know clean clean the flat while I'm talking to you and you know since she moved away from Eastern Europe and she moved central and then another part of the world 
it's so complicated and we managed to see each other in Italy in a neutral land <laughs> in a neutral uh, city let's say but still like it's so complicated to visit one another and I'm sure she would love to come and visit me um, and, and this is an invitation if you're listening to this specific episode to come and visit me okay <laughs> but, you know and I would love to visit her so maybe I should connect my trip to visit a friend in the Middle East with my friend like in uh, I know which sure she's living in Turkey so yes I'm coming to visit you both um but that's the thing, right? Like visiting is extremely complicated. And when the novelty passes or, you know, your life as, you know, let's say citizen of the world, right? Like it means that you're visiting, you're meeting people who are part of the life as well. And yeah, and then they come to visit you and you're just like, okay, you know, and you kind of understand each other in that moment, but it's complicated. Another point, which I think this is point three, is about um, people are coming to visit you. So eventually that happens, whether it's the beginning of your stay in your country, whether it's like after 10 or 11 years, as it happened to me. Um, you know, you're there, someone is coming for a visit and you're spending 24-7 together. And maybe you've never spent so much time with them before. You know what I mean? Like, yes, maybe you spent holidays together and maybe like spending 24-7 together at the time was fun or maybe it wasn't. And maybe dynamics change because you both like uh, have evolved from then. And how do you actually bargain space, you know? when someone is visiting right especially if you're hosting them and they're coming into your house which is really an expectation and sometimes there is absolutely no space for guests you know it's true that when i visited people we shared like one room and we were many of us just because there was no more space but you know having space is a luxury and not always we have that luxury uh, when we move to a new country and yes, it's about like, how do we bargain that space? How do we bargain the time um, in a way that at the end of um, the time together, we still love one another, you know, and I'm saying this like in a way, like with a bit of a giggle, but actually, um, yeah, like, you know, it's, it's yeah, I'm, I'm quite serious uh, in terms of, you know, you still want to remain close. And there was a time where I wasn't, you know, spending so much time together didn't do me any justice, nor our friendship. And I'm sure not the other person because we lost contact. <laughs> so, um, and if you two, you're listening to this episode for some reason, like, yeah, um, I know we went. We, we both felt the same, right? Like, but, um, and also uh, to conclude this episode, I just want to put it out there and, you know, I, I think it needs to be there um, because it's important. Um, and I'm just going to say, right? Like there are countries and there are cities that are more attractive than others. So when I was living in Edinburgh, I had plenty of people came coming and visiting me. But when I moved to Glasgow, no one. You know, just putting it out there. I have a friend living in Tenerife. And to be fair, uh, okay, she's 
she's really my close friends, right? Okay, guys. So it's she, she's not someone random, and there was the bridesmaids of honor. So at her wedding, um, so you know we have a very very strong bond. But it's true that because she lives in Tenerife, it's a very good incentive for me to spend my summer holidays there with her. And I would say out of the 11 years that I lived, that I've lived in Scotland, if we, if we exclude 2020, for obvious reasons, I think I visited her like nine times out of 11. <laughs> so, and this meant that I neglected other people living in other countries. And with this, we are at the end of episode eight. But before leaving, a reminder that there is another episode that I've published together with this one, and that concludes season two. And I would really, really recommend to listen to that episode because they're going to have a sneak peek of season three. Thank you for listening. Bye.